folks. Thanks for joining me on this test episode of Since Last We Spoke. Since Last We Spoke is a new podcast project that I uh, just kind of cooked up because I miss cast a day, to be honest with you. 100%. I miss cast a day. But I do not miss staying up until midnight to make sure the episodes of cast a day go out on time. So I'm going to take it a little bit easier. I'm going to give myself a more relaxed schedule. And I'm going to bring back some of the segments that you folks told me uh, over the past couple of months that you really enjoyed. One of those segments is the Resnaculous segment. And that, of course, features the wonderful, charming, charismatic Dolores Peters. Hi. Now, Dee, we got a lot of feedback over these past couple of months. And people really love your reactions to uh, all the stuff that we tried over uh, Cast a Day in June. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about... Um, you know, jumping back into the fray of resnaculousness. Resnaculousness is okay because there's food involved. That is true, but <laughs> so, only sometimes yeah. it turns out to be yeah. good food. So, oh. folks, thank you uh, for joining me. For those of you that found this test episode, I don't know what is going <laughs> up. But, of course, if you have any recommendations of things that we should try on these resnaculous endeavors, uh, go ahead and tweet me at SpokeCast. That's S-P-O-K-E-C-A-S-T. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at Since Last We Spoke. You can email me at Since Last We Spoke at gmail.com. And uh, we have a Facebook page as well. So check all that stuff out. Like, follow, share, blah, 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 blah. Um, this is going to be a work in progress. As I said, I just missed uh, the the active podcasting over these past few weeks and I wanted to get right back into it and I was uh we were actually having brunch with a couple friends of ours Mm -hmm. um you know and basically I just made the decision at the table like yeah I'm just gonna do it yeah I just need to get back into it because you know waiting is is going to be the death Mm -hmm. of it because it's gonna be nothing's ever gonna be right so we got a cool logo thanks to Brandon Chase um and yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. I don't know if I'm ready to get back to the Resnaculous yet, but we're <laughs> going to find out shortly. <laughs> and for those of you that saw the preview image, you know that uh, our first set of treats here, um, we have a treat that I guess it, it kind of originated in the South. Mm-hmm. I don't know too much about it, but folks swear by this. Well, yeah. Of course, at fairs and carnivals, it's a deep fried Twinkie. Right. Now, Hostess got the idea to start mass producing deep fried Twinkies. Of course, uh, you get them home. They're in your freezer section. They sell them at Walmart. So what happens is you get them home. You can uh, eat. Uh, you heat them. Uh, you can heat them up in your conventional oven. Mm-hmm. You can microwave them. Microwave them is an option. Or you can physically deep fry them. You know, <laughs> if you have a restaurant in your kitchen. Yes. So we decided to go with the conventional oven. Uh, thank you, D, for heating these up for us. This is what I do. Yes, yes, and I appreciate you for it. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and dive right into these resnaculous shenanigans. Yes. Um, if you are a praying person, please pray for us. Please. As we try these, now they had two varieties. Actually, I should mention that as well. They have the regular deep fried Twinkie, and they have the chocolate deep fried Twinkie. Yeah. So we're gonna be checking out the chocolate deep fried Twinkie this time around. Mm-hmm. And it looks mighty chocolate. Yeah. Like. So. A <laughs> little bit crazy. Yeah. In fact, even taking them out of the package just looked kind of intimidating. I won't say quite exactly what they look like because mm-hmm. we have to eat these. But right. Yeah. It was um, it was a little little much. Yeah. Little much. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and check this out. Okay. So, Here we go. Cheers. 
First of all, let me tell you that like the outside is really crumbly, like it should be fried, like it is fried. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like like a batter was, well, extra batter was poured over it. First of all, mixed with chocolate and then poured over it and then rolled around in some like kind of cookie crumble or something. That's exactly what it looks like. Mm. And um, yeah, like the, the bottom looks really thick mm. with the crumbles. Um, but it still feels kind of soft and squishy, like a sponge cake. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on here. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually taste it. Okay, while you're tasting, I'll tell you what I've been tasting. Now, mm. I should also mention that um, not only is the outside chocolate crusted, but the inside mm-hmm. is full of chocolate filling. Mm-hmm. And while you're chewing, I should also mention the fact that you're not really a conventional Twinkie fan. This is true. But by the look on your face, you're actually enjoying this deep fried chocolate Twinkie. Because it tastes more like a churro. Yes, it does. You're exactly right. Like, <clears throat> like you're like, imagine a churro without the cinnamon and sugar, but you know, the chocolate filled churro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, it, it has that similar consistency of like, it was fried at one point and then it, and then the oil was allowed to settle. Mm. So that it makes the outside not so much crispy, but chewy-ish mm-hmm. and a little bit dense. And then the inside is just like, just a mound of chocolate, like cream. It is really good. It's kind of delicious. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and move on from this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> How you can treat me so good and then be like, no, we're just going to move on. It's still there for you. It's mm. just we have other... Potentially delicious things to try. I doubt. At this point, I should also mention that this is our Resnaculous Fall Classic. Ah, oh, yeah. So we're going to be discussing and we're going to be trying different foods that are reminiscent of fall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we just got through Halloween, and of course Target is out of their oh, mind. God. So they always offer these Resnaculous uh, <laughs> flavors of Oreos. That just make it super easy for us <laughs> to mm-hmm. buy something right. just out of pocket to talk to you guys about. Right. So, this fall, they offered candy corn Oreos. Oh, God. And they even went with the uh, with the color scheme. Half down the middle, yellow and orange in a, uh, in a white cookie. I'm not sure what the flavor a, of the yeah, cookie is. Yeah, it's like is. golden cookie. So, it's, it's just a golden, golden cookie. Oreo mm-hmm. cookie. Okay. So, you know, you guys know that we're like... Pretty much Oreo experts at this point after yeah. all the flavors we've tried. Oh, yeah. Well, it's um, going to get better, though. We're going to find more flavors. I'm telling you. We're going to. In yeah. fact, yeah. For the Winter Classic, I know we have a couple on the horizon. I won't spoil it, oh, man. but get ready. Oh. And, of course, when you think fall, you can't think fall without thinking of pumpkin spice. And they oh, have a pumpkin spice Oreo God. for your quote-unquote enjoyment. So uh. we're going to check that out. But speaking of pumpkin spice, um, you know, we actually... Uh, Stop by Starbucks quite frequently mm-hmm. because it helps to kind of cleanse the palate when you're drinking, when you're eating these sweet treats. Yes. Um, and we actually tried something that we were a little excited for about a month ago, which was the, uh, it was a chili. It was the chili mocha. The chili mocha, chili mocha frappuccino. Uh, well, they had it, they had it as a frappuccino, um, which of course is a frozen blended drink. Yeah. Um, or you could get it as a latte. And which version did you try? I tried both because I'm dumb. Oh no! And <laughs> <laughs> and that and that that was that was. I mean, I'm okay. I'm not. 
I'm not going to knock it completely. Okay. Because, I mean, it is Starbucks, and they come up with really good drinks. Yes. They, they blend good stuff together. But this time was just a fail because the the chili... Well, the, the chili portion of the drink is really supposed to come in with the sprinkles that are put on the top of the... Of the, well, I shouldn't say the sprinkles, but the confection that's sprinkled on top of the of the drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be kind of hot, kind of like, you know, chili pepper hot. Right. Yeah, it tasted more just like dried red bell pepper. There was no heat now at that all. that is unfortunate. That was really unfortunate. Like, can I get my 30 cents back? Or <laughs> just that, you know, topping that was supposed to taste like something that it didn't. Right. And sweet heat isn't is it foreign to beverages like that. Right. Like uh, you know, Mitchie Schroda, uh my my teammate at CNSC and new president of CNSC. Congratulations, Mitchie. Yeah. Yes. Uh she will, you know, of course, be able to tell you all about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think she even bought some type of like uh sweet heat flavoring to the um to the Star Trek convention at DePaul that I spoke at. Oh. But I didn't get to try any of that, unfortunately. Oh, I wish I knew. I wish, yes. <laughs> I wish I tried some. So, yeah. anyway, that being said, um, that wasn't the only new beverage that Starbucks debuted. Or at least uh, one that we hadn't heard of until that fateful Halloween day. <laughs> which was the Count Frappula. Ugh. So I have to apologize to you, Dolores, on air because I recommended it. I asked all these various questions about the Count Frappula, and I made up in my mind that I didn't want to try it, uh-huh. but I made it sound appealing enough mm-hmm. for you to try it because mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, that's a side effect of what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna throw me out of the bus. What? <laughs> like here, jack up your taste buds. It's fine. What did you think of the Count Frappula? I thought it was highly disappointing. Oh. Highly. I mean, well, okay. Well, first of all, please know this about me. When I go to Starbucks, I'm yeah, I might be getting a drink, a Starbucks drink, as opposed to just straight up coffee. Yes. But it's gonna have coffee in it. Yes. Like that's just point blank. Period. I need that. And I thought. That And mind you, like I said, Matt told me about this. <laughs> like, as we were in the drive-thru, yes, on yes. our way up to the to the teller or to the speaker box. And I was just like, oh, that sounds interesting, huh? Let me get this uh, Count, Count Frappula. You still got it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's around for a limited time. I mean, the guy tried to sell it up, too. He did. So, um, went ahead and got it and took a sip and was just ready to toss it out the window. Yeah, it was... Um... No coffee at all. No. No no coffee in there at all. It was supposed to be like a kind of reminiscent of like a parfait in a way. It was chocolate, like a chocolate type of syrup on the bottom. And then a whole lot of like just white frappuccino, vanilla frappuccino. And then there's <laughs> supposed to be two dollops of like cherry or raspberry or strawberry syrup. I can't even tell you. It wasn't even a discernible yeah, it was, it was raspberry, and it was to give the effect of dripping blood. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I, actually, actual blood might have been a little oh, bit... Oh, no. <laughs> we don't condone the drinking mean... of bodily fluids on this podcast. Well, no, like, of course not, but me I mean, too. come on. Clarify man. that. I mean, hell, surprise me. No, 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 no. No, but no. No, no, no. But it was just, it was just very disappointing. It was, it was just a, a lackluster milkshake. Yeah. That's pretty much what it ended up being, and... 
I and and then also I drank it at a bad time of day because we had just gotten up. We, we really just got out. Coffee. We really needed coffee. Yeah. We were going to vote, you guys, and I really needed caffeine to make sure that I don't just flip out on people. Yes. So I go and I get this, and I'm just like, wow, I hate today. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to save the day. I tried to save the day and give you some of my coffee. But yeah, even yeah. that wasn't enough. Right. It really point. wasn't. It really wasn't. Meanwhile, let's 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 go back to the uh, chili mocha for a brief second. Mm-hmm. I really feel like they could have improved it just by it being a little hot. Like, yeah. If I could just if I could describe it, it's like it took your taste buds up to the the precipice of just being a little spicy and then it backed off right and right. i don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that it's you know it's heavily uh in, inundated with milk based products yeah that's possible just the cream itself it's possible that it really diluted the uh the spiciness of the beverage right but they need to work on that absolutely so that being said what is what is your favorite fall beverage at starbucks Maybe one that you drank today. We were coming home. <laughs> well, yes, I do like the pralines. Uh, what is it? Pralines and I think it's just pralines and cream. Yeah, I think so. Pralines and cream latte. So you like the the chestnut praline latte? Yes, yes, I did. It's it's really it's a really balanced flavor. It's not overwhelming. It's not underwhelming. Um, you do feel the coffee effect yes. <laughs> from it. <laughs> Um, there's a genuine coffee effect from it, uh, and it's just really drinkable. It's really drinkable, really nice. Um, so it's that. So between that one and then, like, of course, the gingerbread latte. Oh, yeah. That kind of that that happens like around like right after Thanksgiving. I think it's like you know the Black Sunday or Black. Black Friday, Black Friday yeah, type of the, drink, that's sort the of. Drink. That, yeah. That's the transitional period into like you know Christmas. Christmas flavors. Yeah. So yeah, like that. Those two are probably my favorite right now. That's cool. I mean, I like all that stuff too. But you know me, I'm a traditionalist. I just go for the black coffee mm-hmm. from Starbucks. Absolutely. Like sometimes I'll deviate and I'll get the various flavors they have, like the holiday brew. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. It's mm-hmm. kind of sweet, a little bit sweeter. Um, they just added almond milk to the menu too, yes. which I'm very happy about because yeah. soy milk is not my jam. Mm-hmm. Coconut milk is just okay, mm-hmm. uh, but almond milk seems to be my sweet spot for a, uh, a lactose replacement. Right. So if they do it right, because I just want a little bit, then it's perfect. <laughs> but we'll move on from that right now. Let's get to some news. We actually have Resnaculous related news. Yes. And I'm actually going to read this one uh, first because... Uh, I already know what story you're going to go for, mm-hmm. and I want to hear your reaction to this one. Okay. So, <laughs> Neiman Marcus just sold out of $66 collard greens. What? <laughs> Neiman Marcus is known for its top brand fashion and beauty labels, but it recently introduced the world to luxury collard greens for $66, plus a $15.50 shipping fee. Insult to injury. And the dish has sold out. <laughs> The Neiman Marcus collard greens are seasoned with just the right amount of spices and bacon, according to the company's website. It includes four 12-ounce trays that serve 8 to 10 people. Confusion has swept the internet as to why the price of this vegetable dish has been marked up so high. 
unless you can't get greens, and I don't know anywhere in the U.S. where you can't get greens anymore, you can get someone to cook them for you for less than $66. Natalie Dupree, author of Mastering the Art of Southern Cooking, told the Washington Post. (laughs) The frozen meal is currently sold out. But the Neiman Marcus oh. website also recommends a $65 three-pound broccoli and cheese casserole. What? <laughs> Containing broccoli, cheddar, onions, wild mushrooms, parmesan, and milk. Also, just in time for Thanksgiving holiday, there's the complete holiday turkey dinner by Chef Kevin Garvin for $527. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> including shipping exclusive to Neiman Marcus. Don't worry, you also get a free gift with either of these purchases. Mm -mm. I hope it's common sense. I hope it's gold. (laughs) I hope it's gold. I hope it's like a nice, sizable chunk of gold. Because you just bought that equivalent in collard greens and a turkey dinner that you very easily could have gone ahead and picked up yourself. Or or like picked up yourself from Whole Foods or made yourself. Now you know that's a real achievement when it makes Whole Foods look reasonable. Right. When it comes to pricing and offering. So if you can't get in touch with your granny, your uncle, Mm -mm. your cousins, your aunts, your aunties, Mm -hmm. your mom, you know, your grandma, your nana, Dads, your dad, yeah, dads yeah, throw dads, down in the kitchen dads too. Dads throw down too. You're Absolutely, exactly right. dads throw down in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. If you can't get in touch with any of these people, you know, a friend, uh, right, right, a, <laughs> a neighbor, a neighbor, somebody, somebody that comes from a, a, a southern family yeah. that can throw down with some collard greens. Yes. If you can't find any of these people. Then okay, go ahead and spend the sixty-six dollars a name. No, I can't even recommend it. No, that. don't even do it. No. Go to Whole Foods. No, go to Whole Foods. Go to the South Side of Chicago. Yeah. Oh man. Stop go to, it. Go to Saint Rest Country Kitchen there, Number Two. Mm, talk about it. Go. Talk about this. <laughs> Are you kidding go me? Go to Captain Hard Times. Go to any oh. church on the South Side after Sunday service in the basement. There will be women. They will welcome you. They it will doesn't matter. You. It does not matter. You will get matter. collard greens. You will yes. get mac and cheese. Cornbread. With the cheese evenly distributed throughout. Yes. You'll get cornbread. You'll right. get fried chicken. Yes. Turkey, dressing, cranberry sauce. You're not going to get that cranberry sauce that you actually make with cranberries. Oh, no. You're getting the cranberry sauce. You're getting the tin. You're getting the cranberry (laughs) sauce that is still shaped like the can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just cut up in in quarters. But point being is you can spend $20 at any church basement on the south side. And you'll get that much enjoyment out of your meal. Yes. Call it a day. Call it a weekend. Mm. Hashtag make it a win. Whatever you want to call it. Preach. It's <laughs> Preach on. You'll get that too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you will get your soul saved. You want to get your soul and your stomach edified. <laughs> yes. Then you can go to this establishment and yes. you can have that happen. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going off on a tangent. I apologize, listeners. I get a little carried away. That's a lot of money for some collars. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, my granny used to grow collard greens in her backyard. Yes, my grandmother does now. There you go. Right now, on the side of her house, on the west side of Chicago. So, folks, if you plan on spending $66 on collard greens, oh. email us at since last we spoke at gmail.com. Maybe we can convince Dolores' grandmother to ship you some collard greens this holiday season. For $55. $66. Oh, you're, you're, oh, no, no, you're no, giving no. a discount. We're going to give them a discount. Oh, we're, we're lowballing. Yes, okay. yes. That's exactly it. Because, you right. know, I mean, if you're that ready and willing to spend $66 on something you don't really know about, 
then you're you're more than willing to go ahead and pay a little bit less yeah. for something genuine that will just blow your mind. Okay. Okay. And, right. and will satisfy your Thanksgiving situation. Now I gotta I gotta post this before Thanksgiving now, just in case you know, <laughs> right. I don't want to deprive anybody of any funds here. Tell so them. you know, Christmas is coming. Yeah, Christmas it's true. Is coming, it's true. So. It's quite true. All right, folks, we're gonna take oh, a short break God. and we're gonna really cleanse our palates. We're gonna come back. With these Oreos, these fall classic Rosnaculus Oreos. Stay tuned. All right, folks, we are back and we have another story for you guys that we're going to read to you very shortly. But while we set that up, I just want to remind you tweet us at Spokecast on Twitter, email us since last we spoke at gmail.com. Um, visit us. I'm kidding. Don't come visit us. But <laughs> if you do email us something that we use on the show, you may be invited to try it with us on air. So mm-hmm. be ready for that. Yes. Yes. So uh, we have another story for you, Dolores. So this isn't so much resnaculous as it is just um, an announcement of a an, an alteration to our typical expectations. For a certain item. I see. Okay. Well, well. Uh, this is about McDonald's changing the sizes of their Big Macs. Oh, no. So, <laughs> and I got to tell you, every once in a while, I do want a Big Mac. Every get, once. Yeah, me too. I, every now and then you get a hankering for a Big Mac. There's, there's very few burgers that taste like it. Right. Exactly. You know? Um, and I mean, in a way it's kind of a positive thing and in a way it's kind of a really bad thing, um, <laughs> that they're making these changes to the sizes because they're not really changing the initial size of the actual Big Mac. The mm-hmm. Big Mac classic will stay its own size, but they are adding two more sizes to this, uh, well, I'm sorry, I should say two variations of this sandwich in bigger and smaller sizes. I see. So, uh, let's say, uh, the article says, often imitated, finally replicated. <laughs> Earlier this year, we found out that select McDonald's locations in the country were testing out different Big Mac sizes for customers to choose from. The iconic fast food burger was available not only in regular size, but as a mini and a larger version. McDonald's has now announced that they'll be releasing the new Big Mac options to the entire United States for a limited time starting early next year. Oh my. The two new sizes are the Mac Junior and the Grand <laughs> Mac. The Grand Mac. Grand no. Mac. That sounds like a pimp. That sounds like a pimp name straight up, right? <clears throat> In fact, I mean, just after reading this article, there will be many pimps who go oh, and take yeah, that moniker. Yeah, of course. Let's call it the Grand Mac, baby. Yeah. I'll bring the beef. Oh, man. Stop. Yeah, I'm just, it's too easy. It's too easy. But <laughs> no, please, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, fans who can't commit, who can't commit <laughs> to a regular sized Big Mac now have the option of single patty version of the burger. The Grand Mac, for those who think a Big Mac simply isn't enough, boasts two bigger 100% beef patties weighing one third of a pound Ooh. and serving on two larger sesame seed buns. Guess we'll find out if size really matters. Once McDonald's first quarter sales reports come in. Well, I yeah. think they'll be just fine. I mean, you know, it's it's interesting that they're offering a bigger option mm-hmm. because of all the, the 
I don't know, just the, the hate that they received after Super Size Me. Yes, like right. They, they stopped offering the Super Size option for their meals. Mm-hmm. And, and drinks, and, yeah. And the drinks, yeah. yeah. So they kind of pared back on that now. They seem to be right. doubling their efforts. Right. I think that they figure, okay, we went like maybe 10 good years trying <laughs> to make it look all clean. We, You know, we added apples. We threw <laughs> apples in. You know, you can get some milk for the kids. Yeah. You know, we're done. We, we were back to serving fat. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But for the immediate, we have some business to take care of. Oh. We have some Oreos to throw down with. No, oh, Jesus. So what do you? I'm going to let you choose. Which one do you want to try first? Mm, well, you know. Uh, which one do you want to get out of the way? All right. Pumpkin spice. Okay. So let's go mm. ahead and get these pumpkin spice open. Yeah. Wait, what the what? They don't have the, uh, the easy open flap <laughs> anymore. I really thought that it had everything to do with just like the fact that they're limited edition flavors, maybe. Yeah, but on our other limited edition flavors, they have the easy open and seal flap. That's mm-hmm. surprising, mm-hmm. Oreo. Maybe somebody was just lazy. Maybe somebody got fired. Maybe. Maybe the flap maker. The flap man? Got fired. Or lady? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the flap the crew. The flap department the, got absorbed. The flap crew sounds like an old school <laughs> 80s B-boy team. Right. Hey, yo, the flap crew, we about to throw down for y'all. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, DJ, drop that beat. All right, so <laughs> you chose the pumpkin spice latte Oreos first. Now, just smelling them, they smell good. They smell pumpkiny. Yeah, it's, they, it smells they smell like cinnamon, and, and yeah. All right. But you know, like one of the things is with me, like I don't, I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin. I mean, I, I just recently got into the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks, and it's okay on occasion. Not all the time. Well, let's see if this changes your mind. Mm. Let's dive right in. I doubt it. Okay. Hmm. Now, I like it. Mm-hmm. But full disclosure, I'm the guy that likes the canned pumpkin mm-hmm. versus the pureed pumpkin mm-hmm. in the pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Because the pureed pumpkin is too stringy. Yeah. Every every time I have the pureed pumpkin, it's just too stringy. Mm-hmm. Somebody just you know tries to make it authentic or whatever and it's just a little too natural a little too rustic exactly <laughs> rustic yes <laughs> but the world wants to know d what do you think actually oh god i can't even believe i'm saying this this is pretty good <laughs> now, this is decent most of the time when we tell people that you don't like pumpkin pie and that mm-hmm. sort of thing they flip out like mm-hmm. how do you not like pumpkin flavored things mm-hmm. and like you said you just started liking pumpkin spice latte mm-hmm. so i urge you Folks, if you have any pumpkin-type confections or snacks that you think can move the needle in the other direction, tweet us that suggestion. And like I said, we're going to try it on the show. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> we got a lot of re- snackulous adventures left to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Oh, All right. Kind people. So that's a yes on the pumpkin spice Oreos. Right. I apologize we got these to you so late. Yeah. But if you can find them, check them out. Mm-hmm. Very cinnamony. Very yeah, pumpkin-y. I think that's the thing. Like, it, like I, I taste more cinnamon than pumpkin. Right. So, and I love cinnamon. As do I. Cinnamon and nutmeg, man, stop it. So, <laughs> like, I can do that all day long on just about anything. Um, yeah, I don't taste so much pumpkin, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, and and the 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 cookie, I really do think it is just regular Oreo, regular golden Oreo mm-hmm. cookie. Uh, there's no real flavor for it, to it. 
Um, except for maybe a little bit of butter flavor. Yeah. And that's all right. That that does just fine. And if you have a dog, you don't have to worry about dropping one because it's not chocolate. Exactly. Like we do. You exactly. have a dog. And, yeah. You know, did the Twinkie thing and he was all like. <laughs> he was looking around. That looks interesting. Yeah. That smells interesting. It's like, nope. <laughs> Sit your butt down. No. So, all right. I, it's it's time. Oh, God. Now, compared okay. to the, the okay. orangeness of the pumpkin spice Oreo, this is an orange variety that can only be described as neon. Yes. This is day glow orange. This is like caution cone orange. So let's throw caution to the wind oh. and eat these yellow and orange creamed candy, candy, candy corn, corn Oreos. And what's bad about this is I, I actually like candy corn from time to time. Oh my. Oh no. Oh no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, mm-mm. no, mm-mm. no, 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 guys, no. <laughs> so that's a no on the candy corn. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, please tell us what you thought about the candy oh, corn. Oh God, <laughs> it just. Mm, you need a swig just, of something. First. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you <need> yeah. To, <laughs> mm. Need to purge that flavor. <laughs> I need water to help me. Oh my gosh. Okay, Whoa. so. That is like, first of all... It tastes like it looks. Oh, God. It's like cloyingly sweet. Really, really intense sweet. Yes. Just like candy corn. But it does it, it does have that kind of caramel, that kind of burnt sugar type mm. of finish to it. Yeah. Which, okay, that's, that's appropriate, right? Because that's what the flavor is. That's what candy corn really is. Um, but in an Oreo, I think it's just way too much because like the cream just, I don't know. It just kind of, maybe it's the fact that the cream takes up more space in your mouth than the actual candy corn would if you were chewing it. So like once the actual particles of the candy corn are gone from your tongue, you're pretty much like, oh, I can take another one. Yeah. But with the Oreo... There seems to be more fat content. Yeah, because it, it is cream. I mean, because it has to be a, a like a you know like a like a softer kind of consistency. So now that's spreading all around your mouth, and now it's staying there. Mm. It's no, I don't know. Not good. Not good. No spoil. So thankfully, that limited time that this yeah. was available is now over. Yes. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No more candy <laughs> That's right, but. That uh, finishes our responsibilities as for Snacky Knots. Thank you once again, Dee, for joining me for this for Snackless episode of Since Last We Spoke. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, I'm going to let you rinse your mouth out now, but not before I tell Thanks. these fine folks at home that you know they can check out future episodes of Since Last We Spoke by going to iTunes and, of course, just keeping an eye on our social media pages. It'll be coming soon, folks, and, you know, it's going to cover a lot of different topics. I'm going to have some great guests on here coming up. Um, also, we're going to try to put segments of our Resnaculous Adventures in each episode for you to enjoy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe not base the whole episode on them, but, you know, every now and then, 
<laughs> we have a special guest. We just may do that. Right, so, right. Uh, as always, uh, I, I sincerely appreciate you listening. Write me. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you want out of since last we spoke. It's my podcast, but I want to make sure that you listeners are thoroughly entertained and I am ready mm-hmm. to podcast for you. Mm-hmm. So this is Matt Peters. This is Dolores Peters. Saying... I don't have a catchphrase for this yet, so tune in next time to find out what that is. Saying, I need water. I need water. Take care, (laughs) folks.